You're listening to Easier, a podcast all about making your life easier. This is episode number 19. I'm Anthony Wagner, and my passion is finding the best, simplest, and yes, easiest ways of getting things done. Each Wednesday, I'll bring you my favorite tips, tricks, and hacks for living a simpler life. This week, we're talking about how to squeeze more stuff into every day, about how to find little pockets of time to get more things done. We're going to talk first about a mindset shift and doing nice things for your future self, then some hacks around finding those little pockets of time, a hack for speeding up YouTube, and the best keyboard shortcuts that you should learn to speed up your time at the computer. Let's get started. So this week we're talking about finding more time throughout your day, squeezing more things in for those busy folks who have lots to do. And I know that I did an episode on mindfulness just a little bit ago, and this might seem contradictory to that, but I would argue that it's not at all. The idea here is that you're making more mindful use of the time you've got, being more strategic about what you do and when, and using mindset shifts in order to get more stuff done as well as using some nifty little tools that you might not have otherwise used. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is this mindset shift of doing nice things for your future self. And that idea is one that helps me to get things done when I'm in kind of a space that I don't feel like being in. I was listening to Amy Porterfield's podcast a few episodes ago, and she had Rachel Hollis on her show. And Rachel Hollis talked about this idea of wanting things now versus wanting things most. And I think that that idea and the idea of doing nice things for your future self kind of go hand in hand. Rachel Hollis says that if you put things into perspective and you focus on what you want most, what is most important to you, versus what's going on right now, what's happening right now for you, usually the most is more important and will win out. So, or it should win out, I should say. So this idea is, just as an example, let's let's talk about perhaps if you're on some kind of a diet and you're trying to lose weight and you are debating whether or not you should have whatever particular dessert is in front of you. If you ask yourself the question, what do I want now versus what do I want most? Well, maybe what you want most is to thoroughly enjoy that dessert and thoroughly enjoy life and you don't want to put limits on yourself. So maybe it's time to ditch the diet and have the dessert. Or maybe you want most to be healthier and to lose whatever weight you're looking to lose, that kind of thing. And so the answer would be obviously prioritize what you want most over what you want right now. The same kind of mindset shift goes for doing nice things for your future self, but you can take this even into getting more done and helping you to do things in the moment that you really don't feel like doing. So sometimes I'll be sitting, like today for instance, I was having a hard time getting up and actually coming in to record this episode of this podcast. Not that I don't love doing it, I just, today hasn't been the day that I've wanted to do it, but I know that I'm really committed to putting this show out, an episode of this show out every single week, and bringing great content. And so I had to decide that 
This was something nice for my future self. I'm trying to build an audience. I'm trying to really get people engaged with this content. And that's kind of a gift to my future self. So I got up and I came in here and started recording. The same thing could be said for Rachel Hollis's most versus now kind of thing. Right now, I really didn't feel like getting up off my couch and coming in here and recording this episode. But what I want most is to be successful and to produce a quality show and to be consistent for everyone who listens. So I'm in here recording right now. So that's kind of a little mindset shift to get you in the spirit of squeezing more things into each day. So next, we're going to talk about this idea that I learned in college from one of my administrators there. It actually was an administrator through an administrator, and it was this idea of found time. There are little pockets of time throughout each day, and if you learn to take advantage of them, you really can squeeze a lot of stuff in. So as an example, if you are waiting for a meeting to begin and you've got five minutes before that meeting, that doesn't necessarily mean that you just need to sit there and you know be on social media on your phone or doing whatever that's not productive. You could probably squeeze in two emails or you can squeeze in that phone call that you haven't had a chance to make, things like that. You can find that time in between to get something checked off your list. An example that I use every day in during my morning routine is waiting for my coffee to brew. Rather than going and just sitting and waiting and doing something else, I find every time that I'm standing in the kitchen waiting for coffee to finish, I do the dishes that are in the sink. And this is 5.30 in the morning. I'm up doing dishes in my kitchen because I'm like, yeah, you know, this is going to take me about as much time as the coffee takes to brew, so why not just get it done? And it works very well. I never really leave dishes in the sink more than overnight and into the morning because I get them done right as I'm waiting for the coffee to brew. So this is a great little technique. Another opportunity I can think of is if there are giant lines in the supermarket when you go grocery shopping, that's another opportunity to see if you can use it as some found time. A technique I would suggest is that you start compiling a, a reading list, a list of things that you'd like to review. You know, you see a lot of interesting articles or Facebook posts or wherever on social media, things that you'd like to maybe read someday, but you never just, you don't have time right in that moment and then you never get around to looking at it later. If you compile a reading list and have it ready when you're standing in line and the line is 10 people deep and you know you're facing a 20 minute wait, you can use 10, 15 of those minutes to do something productive. Something else you could do while you're standing in line is flip through the store's coupons. A lot of grocery stores, a lot of big stores have apps that have coupons in them. My grocery store does. And I flip through the coupons while I'm standing in line. And that's another way to make use of that found time. So that's another little strategy you can look for found time throughout your day. The next topic this week is a pretty quick but one of my favorite life hacks and this is the feature within YouTube to speed the videos up. I'm not sure if you ever noticed this within YouTube. This works in a number of different apps. I think Vimeo has it. I think I know Audible has it. Um, Pocket Cast has it. That's where I listen to my podcasts. Lots of media services are offering this feature to speed up the content. 
And boy, is it worth it. Every time I'm watching a YouTube video, especially a tutorial type video, something I'm trying to learn, I find that I can get the content out even if I do it at two times the speed. So if you didn't know that this was a feature within YouTube, now you do and you should absolutely make use of it. It will help you to save the time, cut your video time in half and take in that much more content. So when you're in YouTube, there's a settings icon both on mobile and in the browser and you can tap that and then there's a feature that's called playback speed and you're able to choose both to speed up and slow down the video. So if something is going too fast, like you're watching a tutorial video, you're trying to fix something or you're trying to build something, anything, and you find that the presenter is going too fast, you actually have the option to slow the video down too, but that really doesn't fit in line with the topic for this week's episode. The idea is for all of those things that you can do at a faster speed, you have the option to do. So I would highly recommend that you look into using YouTube's speed up features to save yourself some time. And like I said, there are a number of apps that offer this functionality. A lot of podcast apps offer this. I know a lot of people take advantage of listening to podcasts on faster speeds. I use it for Audible whenever I'm listening to audiobooks and I find that whenever the narrator is reading a little bit more slowly than I would like, I put that speed up just a little bit. I know when I read Getting Things Done by David Allen, he reads pretty slowly and that's fine, but I found that it was just a little too sluggish for me. So I ticked the speed up, I think, to 1.25 times and that put it right in a comfortable range where it felt like he was going a little bit quick, but it wasn't anything crazy and it definitely didn't feel too sluggish. So that is an awesome hack. If you weren't aware of it, I highly recommend you start playing with those speed up, slow down features within your favorite media apps. Most of them at this point have them. And in the spirit of brevity and of getting more done, this week's episode is not going to be super long, so we're already at our last topic for the week, and that is to use keyboard shortcuts. At some point in the future, I'm going to do a more in-depth episode on some hidden keyboard shortcuts that lots of people overlook or don't use and should, but this week is all about using the most common ones. I know so many people who do not make use of keyboard shortcuts when they're using their computers, and I had a stat, and I will look it up, and I will put it in the show notes, and I will probably feature it, the full stat, in a future episode, but I looked this up at one point, and there is a stat out there that says how much time people can save annually if they just switch to using keyboard shortcuts more. Actually, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pause this episode and I'm going to pause the recording and I'm going to flip over and look that stat up because I know I can find it really quick. So hang on just one sec. All right, I'm back. And I found exactly what I was looking for. And this is an article from the website Brainscape. And I've looked at this a few times for different projects. And I just wanted to take a moment to read to you the first bit of this article. I'm going to read up until the point where they reveal how much time is saved. So this article is from, again, from the website Brainscape.com. And the title of the article is How Keyboard Shortcuts Could Revive America's Economy. And it was last edited on May 26, 2017. So you know that it's relatively recent. So here's a quick snippet from this article. 
Have you ever thought about how much time you're wasting by not regularly using keyboard shortcuts on your computer? Brainscape has. In fact, we've calculated how much time you're likely wasting per year, and the results will blow your mind. The potential productivity gains from every American memorizing their most important Mac, PC, spreadsheet, Gmail, and web browser shortcuts could literally be enough to turn our economy around. The premise of our calculations below is based on our observation that most people lose an average of two seconds per minute of work by switching back and forth from their mouse instead of using the analogous keyboard shortcut. For example, to open a new tab in a web browser, most people move their hand to the mouse, then move the cursor to the plus button to the right of their open tabs, then click that button, then switch their hands back to the keyboard to type their desired search term or URL, yet opening a new browser tab could be done much more quickly by simply typing the keys Control plus T or Command plus T on a Mac. Learning this single shortcut could save you cumulative hours over the course of a year. So, how much time could Americans save each year by spending just 20 minutes drilling themselves on all their most important keyboard shortcuts today? Eight days per year. You heard that right. Keyboard shortcuts could literally save days a year of time because of how much time we spend at computers and how much time people waste switching back and forth. I have so many clients because I do PC repair that I see they type their passwords in, their usernames and passwords, and instead of hitting tab to switch between the fields and then just enter on the keyboard to enter that password, they move the mouse, click the first box, type their email or their username, move the mouse, click the second box, type the password, then move the mouse and click the submit button. It could be so much faster if they would just learn to use those keyboard shortcuts. And yes, those in that case are even keyboard shortcuts. So let's talk about the top six keyboard shortcuts that everyone should know across all platforms because they pretty much are universal. The first three are related to moving data. Those are cut, copy, and paste. They are absolutely essential. So those shortcuts in order, cut is control X or command X on a Mac. Copy is control C or command C on a Mac. And paste is control V or command V on a Mac. And then you'll notice on the keyboard, they're right in a row. Absolutely essential keyboard shortcuts. If you take nothing else away from this episode, begin using those right now. Then The ability to undo and redo tasks, especially as you're editing in a word processing program or you're editing in a video editor or an image editor, these are essential. Control Z is undo and Control Y is redo. And again, substituting command in on Mac. Those are extremely helpful and save you a lot of time. And then the last one that I'm surprised more people don't use because this one is really obvious. The others... In a lot of cases, except for maybe copy, the letters aren't exactly intuitive. You just kind of need to get used to those. But this one is very obvious, is the command for print, the keyboard shortcut for printing. And that is control or command P. Super obvious, and it saves you time from having to dig through menus up in your program, whatever it is. And these shortcuts are pretty much universal. Every program across Every operating system so far that I'm aware of, if I'm wrong, if anyone knows, please let me know in the comments, but every program that I know of uses those six. So just as a quick recap, and I'm going to just say the Windows version, but just know that every time I say control, you substitute command for Mac. 
So the Windows versions of all these keyboard shortcuts. Cut, Control X, Copy, Control C, Paste, Control V, Undo, Control Z, Redo, Control Y, and Print, Control P. Absolutely essential keyboard shortcuts. Learn those six and you'll save a ton of time. And although it feels like we just got started, that is it for episode number 19 of Easier. Remember to do nice things for your future self. Set yourself up. Keep in mind that the things that are most important are often going to outweigh the things that you're doing right now. Also, look around for found time opportunities and squeeze in things in those little bits of time that you have throughout the day. And then be sure to use the speed up and slow down features within your favorite multimedia apps, especially YouTube, to get more done. And finally, start using keyboard shortcuts. Start learning all of this keyboard shortcuts that are out there and available that will make your life so much easier. Do you have any tips, tricks, or hacks for making life easier? If you do, please, I would love to hear from you. Email me at podcast at easiercast.com or by leaving a comment at easiercast.com slash 19. That's where you can go to get the show notes. Scroll all the way down to the bottom of that page and leave a comment right there. If I love your idea, I will be sure to feature it in an upcoming episode. As always, thank you so much for listening. Until next week, here's to an easier life. Bye for now.